Welcome everybody out there in the internet, interwebs, and all the uh, far-flung places in the world to episode 64 of Sis and Big Pops Culture. As always, I am Big Pops Todd Turner, also known as Mosaic Fan Art. With me is the lovely, the one, the only, I interrupted her talking again. Hi, sweet friends. My name is Hannah Joe, and together we're an adult daughter and father duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family friendly. It's cutie. Hey, be closer to your microphone. I love that little jingle music. <laughs> Is that too close? No. <laughs> All right. Well, Hannah Joe, what's up? What are we doing here today? Hey, I'm so glad that you asked. We are going to talk about some nerd news as per the usual. So glad you asked. Um, we're going to talk about what we've been binging. Um, you're going to share your pull list with us and we're going to talk about a comic. We read an, another Amazon prime comic that Freebie. anybody mm-hmm. can download if they have Amazon prime. Correct. Um, called the dead boy detectives. And we're going to talk about everything everywhere all at once because it pretty much smashed. Oh yeah. It destroyed the Oscars. Did you watch I, any of it? He destroyed. No, it was actually good. I do on Sunday. Oscars were good. I mean, nobody got smacked in the face. That happened so, last year. I know. And they, oh, they talked about it. And it was handled very it was, was handled it? very well. Yeah. Well, I okay, so a piece of nerd news that I saw on the internet, don't know if it's true or not, is that Will Smith is coming back to acting and his first thing is gonna be Bad Boys Four. I Feels did appro- see that. That is not a lie. That felt appropriate. I know. Bad I know. Boys well, Four. Let's, well, let's just get into that then. We'll jump right into the the part of the session that makes us topical. <laughs> well, I guess comic books does too. We are the most the topical list. of all podcasts. I know, I know. How topical uh, are you? The most. I'm the mostest. I mean, you know, the HBO execs and all those people that call me the Disney <laughs> folks. And now the Paramount and the Peacock people are calling. I can't. I can't. I just gotta smack them off with like a yeah, stick. yeah. Just I know. Have like carry it's, a fly swatter with you everywhere you go. Nerd news. Well, Hannah, <laughs> I mean, we just spoke a week ago. Did you get more news? Because so, I got quite a bit, actually. I didn't get quite a bit. Some of the stuff that I was reading, I just genuinely didn't care that much about. Well, Oops. that happens. Well, then I don't need to know it. Um, you know, but- and I feel sorry for that. I feel sorry for the some of my friends who are huge into gaming and gamers and board games and everything because... Man, I'm, just, I'm Todd. I'll just watch Turner. Yeah. So, well, I I genuinely enjoy like some video games. I don't have time for them. I don't, but I do. I got you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have Trevin and I, I will do just other sit things, on the couch right? together and play video games. Well, that's fine. Your your mom doesn't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. You're you know I but I'm a that's youth. Cool. I'm an old fart. Is that what you're saying? No, not at all. Kids out there listening, don't call your your old people old farts. No, I'm just a I'm a I'm a youth. I'm a graybeard. You youth. I'm the the oldest dude. Oh, 
I'm well, this dude on Love Thy Nerd, I think. So, I anyway. saw a couple things. Okay. I watched the trailer for The New Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. They showed it in the middle of the Oscars. Did they? Yeah, because each studio got a commercial. Oh, good. And that feels that appropriate. Movie, that looks so It looks so cutie, good. doesn't it? Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Primo. And, um, Those of you who can't see, I'm making an okay symbol with my and, hands. And uh, Belnico del Toro. No. Uh, Javier Bardem. Uh, Javier Bardem. As I literally the, was watching the commercial and I was like, Javier Bardem? Which is so funny because he goes from being the leader of a desert planet to the leader of the bottom of the ocean. As he should. Versatility. I mean, that is hilarious. I, did you think about that? No. <laughs> I just was like, how much are they paying that man to be in this movie? That's what I, I thought. Like in the one pl- in the one movie he's in, they reclaim water from their body excretions to drink because they can't get water. And in this movie, he breathes water. Anyway. My favorite thing is that he's a king wherever he goes, though, man. He in charge. He is. He in charge. Until he in charge. Deeb. I was gonna say I was gonna say something, but here's what I'm gonna say instead. Are you ready? That's hilarious. Trevor and I make those sounds sometimes at each other. I love it. That's great. Yeah. What else you got? Have you wait? Have you ever watched um, the last Bill and Ted's movie? I've seen none of them. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what we should do. That's okay. going to be, we're going to binge those and talk about those one time. Not next time. I know okay. what we're going to do next time. I haven't okay. told you yet. Okay. Right anyway, on. Anyway, so what, what, what else you got? Um, I have that apparently they're going to make a Creed franchise. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how, um, I don't, here's the thing. The first Creed movie was excellent. I didn't was, see any of them. Absolutely. Yes, you did. We watched it together. Because okay, well, what's his wait, name wait, was no, in no, there? No. The dun, that one wasn't called Creed. Was it called Creed? It was called Creed. Oh, okay, yeah. That was a good movie. It was a good, I didn't good watch movie. The, I didn't watch the second one. I didn't um, watch the second one. The third one just came, came out. out. Well, no, no, no. Did the third one just come out? Yeah. Oh, well, then I am way behind. The third one just came out, and apparently there's talks about like a Creed franchise on Amazon. Oh, like a show type I don't, of thingy. A franchise. Okay. Well, a franchise to me is like um, movies and shows uh, and shenanigans. Enough stuff there. It would be, I don't know. I'm sure they could make it into a show. I won't watch it. Big not because mark. I got Not because I got anything against it. It's just something I don't, you know, unless he fights an alien. Well, and I'm like that. all for it. I just thought that that was interesting. I'm like. Granted, I watched, I've watched the first movie. The first movie was really good. I very much enjoyed it. I understand their need for a sequel. I think they probably could have stopped there. Um, well, and, that's what they said about all the Rockies. Yeah. And then the last couple were really good. Yeah, so maybe Creed Three bops and we should watch it and we'd be like, the Creed right. franchise will be great. But I don't... I, I hope so. I just thought that was interesting. What else you got? Or do you want me to tell um, you something I got? I only have two more pieces of news. Well, then give them and then I'll just run down mine. Okay. Um, Judy Bloom is coming out yeah. with an Amazon Prime documentary. Oh, because there's a movie coming out. Yeah. They've made one of her oh, books God, into a movie. Oh, God, it's me, Margaret. Yeah. Yes. Um, I saw the preview. It looked it, Judy well, Bloom. Her, her books are very much known for being 
honest. Blatantly honest about teenage about the transition from girlhood to teenage Girl, being a teen- teenager. Right. I agree. Like and you can tell that from the trailer for the movie. Yeah. Um, and so one of her books is for one of her main book, like the, the like book is forever, mm-hmm. dot dot dot. Um, and the book, the movie that's coming out is called Judy Bloom Forever. And they have oh, cool. like Fame like Molly Ringwald is like interviewed in it. They have like all of these famous people. Um, she would be good to be interviewed because she was basically the flavor, the it girl in the in the late yeah 80s. when like she just was coming out with books. Yeah, when like Judy Blume you know, was big, Pretty in Pink. Um, oh, there's uh, oh, there's a thousand of them. Pretty in Pink's the one that sticks out the most, mostly. Oh, Breakfast candles. Club, Sixteen Candles. All those, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure she wrote. There's a book that I cheeky. loved, "Tiger Eyes" by Judy Bloom, which mm-hmm. was written in 1981, and I loved that. Oh, so sad. Her books are oh. just sad, like that. Well, ooh, oh, "Tiger Eyes" was such a good book. But I these are books to cry. read as a teen. Uh, would you say? Not sure. There were no, no. There was a a book that got passed around in my middle school that I got in trouble for reading. I don't know if you <laughs> remember that. that. The Harry Forever, Potter, the Forever dot 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 by Judy Bloom. Oh, really? No, I, didn't. I got. I don't. I don't oh, remember. I ooh. <clears throat> I got I got grounded from reading and had to read the books oh, in a different way. Don't don't don't. We're gonna talk. Don't, don't get that. Don't go into that. But I'd like Ed I, has already told me in the chat that I have failed you as a parent. You are a wonderful mm-hmm. parent, Dad. All right, all right. I'm grateful for the way that you did the <laughs> Wait, best you did could. Did she just say me. that her dad and mom grounded her from reading? I yes, read- world. And it wasn't the first time. <laughs> or the last time. I did get I did get it well. It's like, well, she hasn't seen Bill and Ted, so that's how you—that's how you're a need, failure. That's funny. I know, gotcha. But well, Judy Bloom Forever is coming out on okay. Amazon Prime on April 28th. Gotcha. Oh, that's soon. All right. Yeah, what else you less got? Less than a month away. Uh, mm-hmm. A month plus away. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yay Oscars about all of the people that got um, Oscar wins. I know. Although I did feel sad for some people that didn't win. I, I usually do. don't. Well, um, Judd Hirsch was nominated. You would recognize Judd Hirsch as the dad of Jeff Goldblum in the Independence Day movies. Uh, he was classic. a big star in Taxi, but classic. he was, um, but he didn't win. But the you know, um, uh, what's his name? Ken uh, Hugh Short Wong. Round. I can Yeah, he won. He beat him. Um, I wrote it down. Well, Waymond is like icon. Q, yeah, Ki Hu Kwan. Yeah, Ki Hu Kwan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he won. So, you know. Brandon yeah. Frazier coming back and winning an Oscar just I know, made, which my, is, <laughs> made my heart so happy. So, listen, I love that because so I, I am a Doom Patrol fan, the show, which is definitely adult on HBO Max. Folks, don't let your kids watch that ever and don't watch it with the volume up when they're in the room. P.S. But anyway, so he has a huge role in that. And they have literally just stopped this final season midway. And I was like, I don't understand why. Well, it's because Brendan Fraser is doing all this press, press junket and stuff for this. So for basically, yeah. Well, what is, yes. what is the whale? Do you want me to tell you? Uh, Ed wants I'll to see you. it. So maybe don't spoil it. Okay. Um, I saw the whale. Was it good? The, Would I like it? 
I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. My biggest issue with it was, um, how you know, it's like anytime Christianity is brought up, it Mm. always seems like it gets a bad nod. And maybe that's because a lot of people's experience with Christianity has been bad. Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, um, I think Rain Wilson tweeted out something just this week, you know, the guy, you know, Rain Wilson is Mm -hmm. about, cause the, yeah, the guy from, uh, one of the guys from, uh, and the last of us is like a Bible beating preacher. And they're like, you know, and the guy, Rain Wilson was basically the, the gist of the, of the, um, of the tweet was, so it's like every time Christianity is brought up in, in, uh, in popular culture media, like they're autumn, when a guy brings out a Bible, he's automatically the villain basically. And he goes, wouldn't it be cool if like they weren't, you know, if they really did talk about love and patience and all this kind of stuff. And Dang. I was like, yeah, but it, so, so that's part of it. It's called the, you think it's called the whale, honestly, because the guy is like he eats, He's pounds. like morbidly obese. I'm, I'm not, reading on the Wikipedia right it now. It is not. It, it, I mean, it is and it isn't. It's really called the whale because of a short story, uh, an essay that someone wrote that is about Moby Dick. I was going to say it's Moby Dick because I read that he was an English teacher. Yeah, he's a he is an English online English professor for like a college and never turns his uh, computer that never turns his camera on. Yes. Mm. So anyway, it's it's a it's a good movie. I I am I I really did like it, but it was hard in some places. And listen, it starts out immediately starts out with a, with the shock factor, like quick. It's like, Oh, like the movie starts. And that was my, I literally said that out loud in the theater. I went, Oh, Oh, Oh. yes. And Nathan was with us and saw it with me and your mom. And he was like, well, that was just to wean people out. Like somebody would get up and leave immediately or they would stay and watch the movie. So nobody got him left. But anyway, yes. Brandon Fager and Sadie Fink. Who? Sadie Fink, his daughter. I don't know who that is. Uh, Ellie. Yeah, I get. I don't know. Sadie Fink is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his daughter in the movie. That's. I don't know who she is. Sadie Fink is in Stranger Things. Oh, starting season See, two, she's the redhead. There you go. Really? Yeah. Well, she was a punk. Well, she's um, in a lot of movies right now. Everybody well, loves her. Which, I mean, she seems like a very sweet girl. So the young boy in it, um, who was like a, he's like a missionary. He's on a mission, missionary. He was the young um, kid that uh, Tony Stark hides out in his, in oh, his garage. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll okay. talk more about that. We'll talk more about those. But uh, yeah, I just Oscar wanted to things. mention that that I was very very glad mm-hmm. for all of the people that won actor actress supporting for both actor, of them. actress like all of Great. those four people. And okay, so the so song good. that won was from an the Indian movie that is on Netflix. Yeah, I want to watch it now. What movie? That song was called RRR. I don't know. Oh, Trevin keep- watched that. Yeah, but it won. It's, it's supposed to be great. Well, I want to go watch it. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like westerny question mark. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Or like fighting. It was rated yeah. R, and I, and it was like three hours, and so I didn't watch it. Oh gosh, yeah, I don't. I probably won't watch that. That's it. Was really long. That's an awful lot of what. Yeah. You got any more? Uh, no, that's all. Okay, so 
You know there's going to be a Wicked movie, right? Yes. Two-parter. No. Two-parter. I knew that there was going to be a Mean Girls musical okay. movie. Yeah, well, this is Wicked. It stars... Uh, this is Wicked the movie. I keep... I don't understand. It's right here in front of me. Anyway... My microphone, I'm getting too far away. So uh, apparently Ariana Grande is one of the sisters. I'm pretty darn sure. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, interesting, it was suppo- interesting casting. They were going to release them Christmas 2024, Christmas 2025. I well, mean, I'm now, down. It's going to be Thanksgiving 2024. So they moved it up. Wonder what's coming out in Christmas that they think is going to do, or are they thinking we'll get Christmas, we'll get Thanksgiving and Christmas if we come out on Thanksgiving Day? I don't know, but the guy who who directed Crazy Rich Asians is the one directing this. Oh, that movie was so good. Okay, Ooh, I'm going to watch honest, that when we're done with this. It's not. I'll HBO. be honest. I didn't. I thought it would be dumb. I really enjoyed it. I, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, it was. It's great. a really good movie. A fantastic movie. Honestly, fantastic. Really, movie. really good movie. Oh, Michelle Yao. Yeah, she, she was, was the, she's the mom. And she's going to be in Wicked. She's in everything now. She's in Star Trek. Sick. So, Discovery. Yeah. So, cool. um, here's something interesting I didn't know, but I heard about it today. Tell me um, about it, my dear Marvel Papa. has sent a uh, subpoena, a request. Yes. To Reddit slash Google. About Quantumania. Because- because someone released 63 pages of dialogue, not the script, but like, um, you know, like the cap- close captioning, the entire close captioning for the movie. And so here's the deal with that. They want, they don't, they don't only want. They want to sue. What, they want money from the person who released it. But here's the tricky part. They want the data from everyone that responded or talked no. about it. Uh-uh. So because and um, that feels like a pro- that feels like an yeah, yeah, yeah. internet ethics like privacy. So yeah, giant so conversation. I don't know how this is going to go down, but it's going to get. So yeah, so they subpoenaed. They put a and cease and desist to Google for the thing. But by the time Google got to take it down, somebody had already taken it down. Mm. So the Google couldn't even do anything. I guess Google owns Reddit. Maybe. Oh, Google. I don't know either. Dad. I know. They own this, right? Okay. Wait, so I let's be honest. Me. Okay. Here, here, here is the thing that I'm, I'm with most- Ed on this one. Ed said it's one thing to violate copyright and something totally different to comment on it. I agree with it hundred percent. So, and I, yeah, yeah. So, you know, here is a speaking of, computers and all that jazz and the internet and all a, that jazz that's a great show too it's surprising chicago. how many people have never seen chicago uh, it's also um, on hbo if you needed a musical to watch sipowitz um Sipowitz. there no, is a cicero new, cicero sorry i can't lips, remember lip <laughs> lips i don't say it i'm not, i didn't did you see me stop myself you're you welcome this job. is a family-friendly podcast okay listen this is going to be this is a show coming out on Peacock, okay. which comes out April 20th. It's a new show. It's just called Mrs. Davis. I saw the well, nun, the nun lady. A nun fighting AI. This looks awesome. So like, there's like uh, an AI, like people are wearing their little ear pods, but they're not called ear pods or air buds or whatever. Well, and, I'm Dr. And, uh, Who, no, new to thing or two. 
Yeah, thank you, Cyberman. No kidding. Which I just watched that episode too. Same. Goodbye, Mickey Ricky. Oh, <clears throat> Rose. Yeah. Rose and, Tyler uh, I. Stop it. Uh. So what happens in this is that she is confronted by a person who says the computer wants her to find the Holy Grail. So this artificial intelligence. Well, the artificial intelligence has named itself Mrs. Davis. Mm-hmm. So there is a group of freedom fighters, I guess, who are fighting the AI. And um, she's like, I need you to help me defeat Mrs. Davis. And he goes, quit giving it a name. Do you call your Facebook Doug or something like that? Yeah. So what if so, I did call my Facebook Doug? What are you going to do about it, Francis? I don't know. Anywho, that looks great. Um, do you funny. ever watch um, Only Murders in the Building? No, but I've heard that it's like a cult classic. Yeah, I think I'll go back and watch it. I started watching it, and I didn't much care for Selena it, Gomez's character in the well, first Well, she's season. supposed to be really, really dry, I think is the gotcha. point of her. Well, um, season three is coming out. And it's like star-studded cast. Meryl Streep. Yeah. So I'm going to have to watch that. Um, two more things really big. The next big things are all Disney related or Marvel. Okay. Yes. Um, so my mosaic, my daredevil mosaic, which I love mm-hmm. is taken right out of the back of a, a little, like a three issue run inside the comic called, um, born again, daredevil born again. And, um, they are turning that into a movie slash show. I think a show on Disney plus and everyone is signed back on even mm-hmm. John Barenthal as the Punisher. So, uh. Yeah. Does, wait, you uh, know what? Never Vincent, mind. Vincent never mind. Never okay. mind. Trevin and I have never finished Daredevil. Oh my gosh. We started it. Oh we have it's we okay. have the rest of our life to watch so many different types of forms of media. Okay. Daredevil is on the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. So another thing I wanted to talk about is that Marvel, the What If series that was on Disney Plus, the car yeah. animated. So Marvel is actually creating a new character and introducing her in the show. What if pretty much like that's what DC did with Harley Quinn. They created Harley Quinn and she first appeared in an animated form. Um, Is it a native uh, American person? It is. It's going to be, she's native American. I think I saw that. Kahorti. Kahorti is the, First of all, as an aside, Ed reminded, I forgot to tell you this, that the guy that played Foggy and the girl, uh, the love interest, they have not signed on. So just the three, um, the three big bads. Those are the, those are the. Yeah, Foggy's oh. great. Eldon. Foggy. Eldon Henson's his name. Foggy. Um, anyway, so this is, <gasps> this is a Native American. The entire, uh, from the Mohawk people. In upstate cool. New York. So the, the entire um, episode is going to be in traditional. Uh, in that language? In that language. Cool. Um, That's sick. Her name literally means, it is a wolf clan name, which means she stirs the forest. And is she going to be a wolf? It takes place, they're saying the Tesseract was in the United States before colonialization, before... Um, okay, what if Native yeah. Americans had Tesseract power? I'm wondering. Oh, man. Anywho, so uh, that's 
that's where that goes. Sick. So that's the fun. next one is the thing that I'm most excited okay, for. Okay, lay it on me. This is a Disney Plus show that's coming out based okay. on a graphic novel by an author that we read one of his graphic novels and talked about it. Okay, what? So you remember we talked about uh, Dragon Hoops? Yes. That was so, a really good book. So Gene, uh, Gene Luing Yang, Gene Luing Yang, I may be mispronouncing his name, and I'm sorry if I am. He cre- his first big uh, breakthrough was called American Born Chinese. So I saw he, that they're coming. Is it a, is it a doc? I thought it would look like a documentary. Oh no, it's a show. It's a show. A, yes. I saw that, but I was like, okay, and, cool, a documentary, but I didn't click on it. So what happened? See, he is American born Chinese. Both of his parents were Chinese and he was born in America. And so he wrote this book as a way to deal with him having to be in the United two cultures. States. Yes. Two cultures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And growing up in school. So the the book basically follows a Chinese American an, an American born Chinese student who befriends a Taiwanese kid who comes into into his school mm. and then and then there's metaphors for life through the characters that they like they battle characters and all this kind of stuff so literally the three of the main stars from everywhere everything everywhere all at once are in this show Hey-o. so. So Michelle Yao is in it. Uh, Stephanie Sue, which was the daughter, mm-hmm. and what was her um, name? Like Anna or something? I can't remember. And then Kehu Kwan is also in it. So short round. So all three of them are in this show, and I am so stoked for it. I think it's going to be great. Um, it starts uh, streaming May twenty fourth. So okay. Yeah. All right. I'm googling uh, what her what her name was in the show. <laughs> Joy. Data is better than short round. I, I agree. Data. Pinches of death. The, the pinches of death. Yeah. Joy. Yes, Joy was her name. All right. So that's Arma News. I thought that's some fun stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. There were more things, but that was the ones that I liked the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What do you want to do, Hannah Joe? Um, what are you watching? Okay, yeah. Um, two things. Again, I've been I haven't watched drive anything. a lot. I drive a lot now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of tired when I get home. Or we you. watch Doctor Who. So a lot of Doctor Who, we're finished with um, Rose being Tim's companion. Okay. Oh, you're, uh, you're moving right along. And are in the middle of the weird Christmas episode with Donna before Martha starts. Oh, Yes. That's the wedding one? Her popping up in the wedding dress. Yeah. The wedding dress. Oh, that's a good one, though. Yeah. That's a good one. So, yeah, we're halfway through that one. Um, So, plugging right along on that one. Trevin had a good time giggling at the Daleks fighting the Cybermen. He thought that was hysterical. Oh, so you've already gone that where Mickey, Ricky came back through and then... We're uh, done. We're done. Rose is is gone. Rose, Tyler, I. Gotcha. We're done. The double doctor? No, that doesn't happen until later. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens with uh, Donna. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, I am still... I'm not finished. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. Um, I didn't mean to. You're fine. I got um, a little warm. You're fine. Um, watch the movie Burlesque, which is one of 
which is one of my one top of 10 favorite movies yeah, of all time. Just, it's not top just, five, but it is top 10. Uh, it's all right. I don't, I don't even, I don't like it. But anyway. Watch it. Don't let your kids watch it. I'm not it. watching it. It is, a, it is a PG-13 for a reason. Love gotcha. Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, and finished season two of Vox Machina. What do you think about it? The Adventures of Vox Machina. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, and I, man, I feel like I say this every single time I talk about Vox Machina. <laughs> Sorry, Ed just commented that he likes musicals, but Burlesque is not a well-made movie. And it is campy. I will I will agree with you there. It is moderately trash. I like but campy, but... why it's great. I got you. Because it's so bad. I love it. Um. But yeah, I finished season two of The Legend of Vox Machina. Um, Again, I love me that original season of Critical Role. I watched all of it. The amount of hours that I spent watching their four-hour streams on YouTube. I think that's it for me. I can't get into it because it seems so character-heavy. It is so character-heavy. And I just don't know them. The cartoon? Yeah. You don't watch the cartoon. You don't need to know about them to watch the cartoon. Well, I don't find it interesting because I don't know the characters. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, all of those characters in that are so well fleshed out because there's literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours of gameplay that they did as right. these characters. Exactly. Like, I think mm-hmm. there was a hundred, there was more than 140 episodes and the episodes ranged anywhere from four to five hours. Golly, that's crazy. So there's I like there's a lot of gameplay that. that they did in Dungeons and Dragons as those characters. And I just oh love it. And the thing that they're doing right now, season season one was about Percy, uh, who's a particular character, Percy and Whitestone, with these like two bad guys that were trying to take control of everything. And I think the next couple seasons are going are about the Chroma Conclave, which is a group of dragons. And so they're like fighting, they're trying to find vestiges of divergence, which are these like fancy, fancy dragons. No, they're trying to kill oh. the dragons, but they Sorry. don't, they can't even like penetrate to the dragon's hide because their, their weapons aren't good enough. And so they have to get the vestiges of divergence, which are okay. fancy weapons. And luckily enough, all of the fancy weapons are inclined towards a certain character. Because it's almost as if they were created by a dungeon master to best suit uh, his players. Well, like on purpose. Well, good job, dungeon master. So I've never. It was great. It was it was excellent. Again, this is an a a, call, a cartoon for adults, right? Um. So and they have comic books. I mean, they have all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. They have all sorts of different types. And Critical Role is started campaign four or three. I think four at this point. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I watched wow. all of the critical role ones in the master's program when, uh, like 2017 to 2019, I just watched all of watched them. them all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this made me think, did you know that Ruby's got a new car, a comic book out with the justice league? Trevin is, uh, collecting it and okay, their new know. season has come out on Crunchyroll. Okay. But we're waiting for it to be free on rooster teeth. There you go, Rooster Teeth. That sounds nasty. Rooster Teeth is the. I know. It's the things that roosters like mutant roosters have that can eat people. Mutant roosters have teeth. Did you know that? That's bad. So, me, 
I have been binging comic books. <laughs> I I hate to say that, but um, so I I was I was a guest on another podcast, the yeah. Next Gen Podcast. It, I think it drops Friday, uh, this coming Friday. And um, he, this guy, has been talking about he's been reading this comic book series called Birthright, um, which okay. is an older series uh, by Joshua Williams, who's a really good comic book writer. He's been doing a lot with DC lately. Um, and I think he may even t- be taking over, like he's doing maybe Superman. I don't know. Anyway, so he said, oh, I, I got through the first, he read through the first um, trade, which mm-hmm. is like five issues. There are okay. 10 trades. Um, I've read them all. So I literally, I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to read that. Even though he said he was reading it. I was like, well, what is it called know, again? Birthright. It has, there are 50, 50 issues and um, I, with my Hoopla app where I get 11 downloads a month, I used all of my 11 downloads uh, in the first eight days. Daddy. I'm done. I can't download. I can't get any more free comics. Well, I wondered if maybe not today, because I don't know where my iPad is. No, it's not an iPad. I don't know where I mean, my tablet is. But I yeah. think that I think a segment we should do is Pops teaches sis how to download Hoopla. Oh yeah, there you go. That'd be awesome. No kidding. Yeah, so that'd be a great one because. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it was. Uh, it's high fantasy. Uh, it's sort of. It's a little bit sad. A little bit not sad. It's a lot about family. Um, it starts out with a dad uh, is getting ready. To, a dad and his younger son is playing catch in the in like the park, and the mom's at home getting ready for a birthday party for the older son, um, and the the boy, you know, he throws the ball, he throws the ball out and he, while he's on the phone and then he goes to find his son and he can't find him. His son's gone. Uh-uh. And then. No, ma'am. So no, then ma'am. what happens is a year later, a year later, and the family is almost all but disintegrated. The, you know, the wife, they basically accuse the dad of killing the child, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so the families and the son comes back, but he's like 26 and like a, 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 like a, a fighter, like a, like, what would you say? Like a big, huge, burly man who fights evil. And uh, so what happened like a, is he like was a champion or a warrior like a champion, a warrior. I couldn't get the word right. A warrior. And he has come I back from you. another, another realm. Oh, he was considered it. the chosen one to defeat the evil in the other realm. Well, him coming back allows the evil to come. It, there's uh, a whole long story that goes all 50 issues, and and then it ends Does up Does it being, tie it up with a little bow at the end? Ties it up nice. Yeah. really. Oh, we really, love a bow. We do, do love a bow. There were parts when I was reading this going, oh, this is hard to read. But this guy, the this uh, author really thought it out well. But anyway. Um, so, awesome. yeah. I'm not going to spoil it, especially if CJ listens to this podcast. I don't want to spoil it for him. Um, so, uh, The Mandalorian, I'm catching up on every issue. Yeah. And it's really good. The comic okay, so, or the, the TV show? No, the TV show. The TV show. You said yeah, issue. No, I meant TV show. I say issues and episodes. I get them confused. Uh, so, the one thing that I didn't notice, and I went back as I rewatched part of episode one, mm. um, when... In episode one, he goes back to see Carl Weathers' character, uh, which was in the first season. And he's Mandalorian's talking to him, and he puts Grogu down in a chair while he talks. And it's a swivel chair. And Grogu just goes, 
like the force and the chair spins around. And every time he goes back around, he just hits it again. So it's just like a little kid sitting in a chair, spinning in a chair like any little child would do in a swivel chair. <laughs> he just, while there's conversations going on between two adults, Grogu just goes, <laughs> chair just keeps spinning around. Finally, Mando just grabs the chair and holds it still. <laughs> I mean, little things like that are so good. But anyway, the last episode, um, Nice. Don't spoil me. I'm not going to, but okay. Bo-Katan is in it, and I think she has a change of heart. Um, did you watch the last season? Yeah. Grogu? I mean, of, of did you watch uh, Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett? No. We need to watch the book of Boba Fett. Do I have to watch that before I watch this? It would help. Okay. <clears throat> it would help. Okay. So anyway, and... Well, um, some people loved it, and some people hated it. It was fun. Okay. Don't yuck somebody else's yum. That's what I said. I told that to mom uh, this week. She'd never heard that before. I wouldn't tell them that to you. I was telling everybody else. That not I'm just saying some people yeah, I it. just say some it's not for me, it. right? I don't like it. That's fine. Yeah. You can love it. Um, Picard. We love that. Oh, is it good still? Um, so last episode was a little bit, I, was, I didn't like how it worked because him and Riker got into it. Um, this last episode was really good. And uh, Riker... Is like it's. I hate it. I without just spoiling it for everybody. It is literally. I'm not going to. It is. I have a feeling it's going to have just about everybody from the next generation in it before. So far, so far. Oh, girly. I'm a next gen girl. Okay, I am going to spoil one part. Uh, This was in the first. This was in the first or second episode. Okay. 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 So in the second, there's a character in it who's been with Picard for the first two seasons. Her name is Raffi. And okay. she's working undercover for like the secret service of the of Starfleet. And she's been following, trying to find out who's purchasing this weapons. And she has a handler who never just talks through a computer. You never who she's is also it? she's also a recovering addict. So in order to keep her Is it Tasha? In order to keep her cred, um, she basically does something she shouldn't do. Bum, bum. And the guy then is like basically going to kill her and is getting ready to offer. And all of a sudden, she can't see everything's all blurry and all things. All of a sudden, she looks and she sees all this fighting start happening. And you see a Klingon bat like slice yes! Like it warf, is warf. warf and he's warf, like slicing and doing all this stuff. And then he takes that bat like it just sticks it right in the back in his back of his jacket. He goes, I told you, you would get yourself killed. <laughs> and then he picks her up and walks off with her. He's her like, I can't wait. He looks so I good. I love He's gray. him. He's gray. He's They've such got a gray. good man. No. Oh, and by the way, I, he's going to be writing a new uh, comic book title for DC called Steelworks. Interesting. Yeah. I hope it's so good. Anyway, that's about, that's about it. Because other uh, than that, we've been watching basketball. And I've been reading comics. Yeah, the SEC tournament. And... Stop it. Dun dun. <laughs> anyway, what do you want and, to do now? Well, no, you went. You went to a thing. What thing did I go to? Oh yeah, I forgot to. Um, I forgot to say I went and saw Black Panther, but the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra played the music live for while showing the movie which was really cool. They had a, uh, a drummer. It was a certain type of African drum. And this guy was from Senegal. 
No and way. He played it. Oh yeah, he was on point. That's sick. And beforehand, there was a a um, uh, a four a group of four or five people that had traditional um, African music and played the music and danced and everything. And that's so pulled, fun. Pulled people out of the audience to participate. It was great. So, so yeah, cool. it was so good. Um, that was a lot of fun watching Black Panther, and um, they even played all the way through the credits, even to the extra credit scene. They hey. kept playing. I mean, it was good. The, that's the, fun. The, a friend of mine at MDB was saying that he went and saw one where they did like the night before the nightmare before Christmas or something mm. like that. And his only issue was that it was so good with the movie that sometimes he forgot that the orchestra was there. And I was like, it's the same way. You have to constantly be reminded, look down, watch these people. I mean, they're, pl- I mean, they're good. The mom and I kept seeing the tuba player. He was like, <laughs> it was so great. Uh, well, yeah, my okay. friend Dave Manningly said Black Panther Live. It was. I mean, that's it what was, it was. It was fantastic. The, it was so good. If anyone sees um, How to Train Your Dragon with that, like that type of vibe, but How to Train Your Dragon, I want to go. You want to go see that? Trevin and I uh, want to go see it. Uh, listen, Empire Strikes Back. We saw it with Sick. Empire Strikes Back. Well, they're, they're having that Ratatouille so... next month. Rakakuni? Rakakuni, rat patootie, rat patootie, That's from everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, rat patootie is Rat-patootie. a joke from actual ratatouille. But they're doing that, and the symphony's doing that. Um, are they really? Nashville. They doing? They're doing. They're doing ratatouille. That, oh wow! Yeah. Listen, anybody you could go take your kids to see it. I mean, because to expose them to the symphony. It's well, and it's amazing. a good it's a good entrance into yes. like sitting in a theater, like mm-hmm. a fancy theater and things like oh, that. It's like fancy. If, if you don't think your yeah. kid can sit through like a musical or something like that, but you want them to experience some sort of fine art, then that feels like a really accessible. When we way. went, when we went and saw Empire Strikes Back during kids the part, everywhere. No, there were young people. Um, it was well done. I mean, there they weren't there were children, but I, I never really thought, oh, this kid won't shut up or anything like that. You know, they were really good. Kids were good. good. But we were up in the balcony, and when the part comes, when they're getting ready to, you know, right after they put Han in the carbonite when they freeze him, and uh-huh. Luke confronts Darth Vader, and it's all dark, like you can just see their outlines or whatever. Yeah. And Luke's Skywalker's lightsaber goes and it comes up. A dude in like the sixth or fifth row of the place lightsaber stands up with a red, with the Luke's color lightsaber, and then Darth Vader's comes up. A guy two or three seats from him on the other side stands up with a Darth Vader lightsaber, and they perfectly choreographed the fight for about I don't know ten to fifteen seconds, thirty that seconds. Max, is just, epic. Just the right amount of time to be awesome. And not too long. And to then be just involved. to be done. And then they just sat down. Uh, it was like so yes! cool. That's so that fun. Awesome. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, go do that if you get a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. What now, babe? Um, po- uh, blah, 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 comic blah, books. Comic books. Thank you for understanding what my mm-hmm. scatting was. Yeah. I got home and one of my books wasn't in there. Oh no. Yeah, they they pulled it. They were like, "Oh, we're so sorry. We don't know how we missed it. It's the Avengers." <laughs> Luke, I am your choreographer. That's from my friend Dave Manningly. That's Absolutely. funny. Yeah. Funny. Um, so, 
Explain what a pull list is, Hannah Jo. Yeah, a pull list is a list of comics that you are collecting that you give to your local comic book shop, and they pull from their inventory the comics that you're collecting. That way you have a stack waiting for you. That way they always have what you are collecting. That way it doesn't get sold and you miss a comic. Um, Sometimes if you have a lovely relationship with the proprietor of your local comic book shop, they will um, actually or special order you books that they don't necessarily mm-hmm. keep in stock. That way you... You can continue collecting what's important to you. Exactly. So what I try to do is I try to pick one book from Marvel, one book from DC, a book from an independent publisher, and then I also pick a new number one for people if they want to get started reading it, and a um, uh, a book of the week. A book of the week. Let's just start off with the book of the week. I struggled with uh, my book of the my Marvel book this week. I wanted to do Black Panther, but it was because it's the la- it was the last issue in this run by um, uh, Ridley Scott, not Ridley mm. Scott. No, it wasn't Ridley Scott. I was, was like, dang, okay, John, I didn't know John he was Ridley. Writing. No, no, it's the guy who did Twelve Years a Slave. Anyway, I was believing I, I chose too. Didn't it. So that wasn't Ridley Scott. Um, so this book that I put, chose is issue three of Scarlet Witch. Okay. Um, so Scarlet Witch is, is um, the, the writer is Steve Orlando, who's been around for a long time. But the mm. artist is Sarah Pacelli, so a female writer. So this book, cool. it's, uh, for people who collect comic books or have in the past, there used to be a thing that like um, Marvel and DC would do where they would have one of their main characters have a book and then other characters would guest star in it. So there would be like Marvel Team Up always had Spider-Man plus another character every well, yeah it's team up uh, yeah so marvel two and one was um the thing and another character uh dc did it for a while with the brave and the bold and uh another and other characters um so this literally feels like that type of book but with scarlet witch mm. she is running a magic store in like downtown new york fun and her her person who helps run the store is Darcy. Dave says that Darcy is such a great addition yeah. to Scarlet Witch. Ed says world's finest. Yeah. And um, I don't know what uh, that means. World's finest was Superman and a guest. But now oh, it's okay. like, now it's Batman and Superman is what it is right now. Well, there's a comic <clears throat> book that Trevin said that he's really loving right now. And it's Batman and the Joker. Now, listen, there's 9 million Batman books. I don't even know if I'm reading Batman and the Joker. Probably not. I don't I mean, even know. I'm telling you wrong because he, uh, it's more words than that. And that's, not, I didn't use all of the words he <laughs> used when he tells me that's about great. it. But he's like, you should tell your dad about this one. And I was like, okay. Well, he'll tell me when I see him next weekend. Fact. So, um, so in this issue of Scarlet Witch, it basically, so what happens is in her, in her store, there is a door that when the door opens, Someone comes through that door. They come through because it's their last hope. So if they need help, um, they would walk in and, uh, and that person, that's the last door they go through because they need help. So um, this one took place. This was a person from Subatomica. So basically we're going back to the quantumanium type thing. Well, they're trying to get people to care about that right now. Yeah. So, it was really good. It ends with a cliffhanger. You find out why Darcy's hanging there and the next issue is going to deal with that. So, um, 
Yeah. So my uh, my DC book is Monkey King. No, Monkey Prince, number twelve. This is the monkey's paw. No, Monkey Prince, number twelve. Monkey Prince is um, a mini series. This is the last issue. Okay. So this finalizes. It is written by uh, the the guy who did American Born Chinese and Dragon Hoops. Okay. Yeah. Fun. And and it's been a fun fun ride. It's been so good. It's like actually one of my new favorite new comic books. It feels like old school comic. It's not so dark and dreary. The cool thing about the Monkey Prince is that. Um, his parents, he's a superhero. His parents are professional hit henchmen. So they like work for these villains. And his dad is actually, his grandpa's a villain, but he is a superhero. So um, it's a great, I really enjoy it. And now it's over. So I'm sure they'll collect all 12 and mm, you'll be able to you buy able it. read them. Yeah. So there you go. One. <clears throat> okay. My um, independent book is from Image. It is Gospel, Issue 5. This is a heavy book, but not a heavy book. This book takes place right at the beginning of when they are starting to print the Bible. Mm. And actually, this deals with a church and a like a an evil creature trying to take over the land that the church is on. It, it sounds spooky, but it's not spooky. It's all really about spooky. It's all about storytelling and how whoever okay. tells the story gets is actually, you know, like uh, oh, we could really make this myth sound a whole lot better if well, than it is if we just tell it the right way, uh-huh. right? So it follows a young girl who is trying to, um, and she's got a, a a young man with her who uh, like works for the church but doesn't want to because he wants to get Bibles into everyone's hands because at that mm. point the church believed that everyone shouldn't have a Bible. Yeah, that reading the Bible was heresy. Exactly. So this, it deals with that in here as well. Um, but this finishes, it's a five issue uh, mini that's put out by uh, Image and this is the last issue. And I would suggest anybody who, uh, I, it's really good. I was surprised. But it, it got me because it had the word gospel. Anytime I think there's going to be anything having to do with faith or anything you like just that, I will check it out. I want to check it out. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's terrible. But you know, that's Fair. all right. <clears throat> all right. So new, my number, new one. number one. My new number one for this week is um, DC. It's from DC. It is called The Adventures of Superman, John Kent. So something that DC just did recently is they just did like basically a let, let's try to get, it seems like they do this every year. Let's try to get rid of all the old guys and make the new kids hot and interesting again. So <clears throat> this is basically the son of Superman. Okay. John Kent. K-E-N-T. K-E-N-T. Yes. He, um, he had, this is by Tom Taylor, the guy who, who I love Tom Taylor. He's a great writer. He's writing Nightwing. He's been writing this book. They basically just relaunched Superman, John, the Superboy. I don't know. They relaunched it with a new number one. Okay. But the cool thing about this book is that it they make it seem like this is going to be a prelude to the storyline called Injustice. Oh, okay. I know people, about that. Yeah, yeah. Where Superman goes crazy and wipes everybody out, and they end up having to bring Lois Lane from another few from another universe to yeah. So. Um, it has to deal with all of that. 
Um, and Dave just asked if I was preaching at the I was going to bring Comic that up Con at the end I, of your thing because gotcha. we're going to talk about what you're going to be at the next gotcha. couple right, right. weeks. We'll talk about the answer. Short answer is no, I'm not. So, yeah. Lame. But anyway, anywho, um, so much going on. I just couldn't get it together. Oh, okay. I thought <clears> that they weren't going to let you. No, no, no. I'm sure they would have. I just couldn't get it together. Fair. So, my book of the week. You busy guy. It's been yeah. a busy couple months. It has been. High key. Okay. So, that's my new number one. And that's a good jumping on place for people if they want to jump on with uh, Superman books. Um, uh, so, my book of the week. Book of the week. It's the book of the week. All right. So, this is sort of like a lame choice because no. you and I have already literally discussed this entire run but they just published issue one this past week and it is clear by scott snyder they published it published it like yes, you were so able to buy the book you're able to buy the book and oh, she's a that's big, a one, she's a that's big so boy cool. it's from dark horse comics it is clear issue number one i think it's probably some of scott's not i mean gr- I loved We Are Demons. Don't get me wrong. Oh, uh, We that Are was great. Demons was so good. Um, but this clear, it, it turned out to be very good. It's like a the futuristic, twist. it's a futuristic oh. uh, detective noir book. Wouldn't you say that's what it is? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're into that kind of stuff, pick it up. Um, honestly, if you don't want the hot, if you don't, if you don't want floppies, Amazon, you can read it. You can read it for free if you have Amazon Prime. Amazon. On the Kindle app. Clear one through five. Will but. you show, will you put, like, do you have it in front of you? I want to see it. It is big. She a big boy. Thick. It's a lot of pages. And it's it's a comiXology original. So, yeah. I don't That's know how many so issues cool. there'll be. I don't it know was if five, it'll be five, wasn't it? I know, but this is pretty big. I mean, yeah, probably five. So, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, um, yeah. It's just so, fun to hold things, you know? Exactly. I'm a floppy guy. I always said I was until I got my iPad, and now I well, burned through all. I burned through fifty issues of one book. Hey, being mm-hmm. able to enjoy both and knowing that mm-hmm. there's a time and place for both, yeah, a good skill to have. Speaking of burning through comic books, Hannah mm-hmm. and I read a series. We did. I don't know how many issues it would have been. It wasn't, it, it didn't see it. There were no markations. I think it was a hundred and so, 181, pages. 172 um, or something like that. 142. So definitely 142 pages, but that There's also includes in the title and the appendix and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called, it was a vertigo book called the dead boy detectives by Jill Thompson. Um, the dead boy detectives, if you don't know who they are, um, it says so a graphic novel, lol. Yes, um, I well, it was think it originally was gra- published in small pieces in the Sandman comic books. Well, no, I don't think so. She, these, these characters are from the Sandman universe, and she did do art and writing for Sandman, Swamp Thing, and all that. This may have just been released as a solid graphic novel. I don't know the answer, and then again, it may either. not have been, but this was, um, it was cute. This is a dead. Trying to find the year. It was older. 2005. So if you've been oh, watching... the fact that 2005 is older. That's hilarious. <clears throat> so, so if you've been watching the uh, Doom Patrol on HBO Max, the Dead Boy Detectives show up. No, they don't. Do- yes, they do. Are they yeah. like kids in that <clears throat> still? 
No, no. They are, um, I'd say they're high school, late high school maybe. Aww. I don't know what they're supposed to be. Um, oh, Ed got married and that's when Ed got in married. 2005. In 2005, that's sweet. Um, so, the, and matter of fact, we mentioned the Dead Boy Detectives last week because they don't fit into James Gunn's vision for the DC universe. Yep. So the show that they've got coming out for the Dead Boy Detectives is going to, Hulu? Is going to Netflix. 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 Okay. Just like they did Sweet Tooth. Gotcha. So um, we did talk explain, about that. Explain what this book is. So this book is these two boys who have died and are ghosts um, receive a letter in the mail um, asking for help because their friend has gone missing and they think that she's been like either stolen or murdered. The people asking these, for friend, asking, asking them for help say their friend, not the dead boy yeah, detective. No, not the dead boy detective. These group of girls at this posh boarding school in New York. I don't have any clue. Like, what's the age on the girls at these schools? I have one girl's so really many little. questions because one is high key a toddler and the exactly. rest of them are like 17. Middle school or. Are were they really like I know. like they had like old mean girl vibes? Okay, gotcha. like girls were not that mean to me when I was in middle school. Granted, I was nice. This is very um, manga influence. Yes, big vibes, big big vibes with the big eyes and the big huge eyes, like <clears throat> dramatized like arm movements. And like yes. hand stuff and right. things like like yeah. like a hand gets really big when it's and in it's your face type black thing. and white, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Which majority of manga is in black and white, right? So um, yes, yeah, they have to go to the school and the kids can see them, but adults can't. Adults for the can't, most part. but some adults can. Some adults can if they believe in wh- whimsy. Yes, Ed's asking if it's Scott Pilgrim ish. Ish. No, it's not uh, as like no. the lines aren't as thick. It's no, very it is, much. It's like um, it's like lighter, like airier than Scott Pilgrim, in my opinion. Sailor Moonish, yeah, closer to Sailor Moon yeah. type, but not minus the color and over the girls with things, you know. And it, they're children. Was, they're children. They're clearly so children. They're, well, they're the children mean girls are too, older, but they draw. Some manga draw girls way. No, this looks like they're if the, if they're in elementary school, they look like they're in elementary school. Correct. Yeah. If they're in middle school. They look like they're in middle school. Right. So, um, yeah. I, and here's the deal. I'm not into manga that much, so I really don't know. I couldn't tell you. Huh. Um, I I would say I tell you what I have read. Um, a couple. It the art is very similar to Attack on Titan. That would be very similar. To the art style, um, so excuse me. You're fine. I'm yes. blowing. I'm bending over to I'm blow my nose. You're coughing. You're coughing. Your nose. Hack, it's, hack. It's March in Kentucky. Woohoo! Yeah, it I'm gets in seventy, and then the next day it's twenty. It's twenty five. So. You got to defrost your car. Pull out a winter sweater from where you <laughs> hit it from when you I'm got a full sweater spring. Right now. I know. Man. So, um, yeah, what'd you think about this book? I really, honestly, enjoyed it. Parts of it were really, really cute. Parts of it were witty. Parts of it were just funny. It wasn't inappropriate, in my opinion. I, the whole, oh, that teacher, she's got a thing for the teacher thing was a little bit That was kind of gross. But it kind of was Mm -hmm. like like a whole, like, pull the mask off, whodunit, sort of like. Like a Scooby-Doo type vibe at Mm -hmm. the end. Like, you kind of understand, like, 
they have all of these clues about all of these teachers, like all of these teachers could have done it. The janitor could have done it, all of these things. And mm-hmm. then it's kind of Scooby-Doo. Uh, nobody did it. <laughs> yeah. um, and you're like, what? And then yeah. the, the end end was funny too with the little girl getting Which one? in trouble. Oh yes. The mom. That was with the funny. mom. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that was, it was good. I mean, I think, uh, what'd you think teen, of it? Teen girl. I, it's not something I would have bought, not something I would have purchased. And here's the deal. I, I've read a lot of the Sandman books. Um, this is not Sandman at all, mm-hmm. at all. I However, think late middle, early high school would enjoy this. Yeah. And, and if you like manga, I think the art style yeah. is very good too. Yeah. So they do have a couple of characters. You probably don't even know who they, who mm-hmm. they are, but death does show up in here multiple yeah, times. Yeah. Cause the guy He's accidentally the girl gets hurt. The around, yeah. And, um, and they're and like running like from a, her because they're ghosts. And then there's an extra uh, thing at the very end of the book, like another little story. That was weird. I just kind of glanced through it. There was a guy yeah. who looked like a troll or an that orc. Is, that is not a guy. They make it to look like a guy. That's a girl. Okay. That is, there are two different girls. Those are two other, in, in um, the Sandman character, Kingdom. They all the all of his brothers and sisters have names that start with a D. So the girl with her riding with the hair cut half cut, her she is delirium. Mm. That's why her riding looks big, little, small, whatever. The other is a sister. That's a girl. Her name is Despair. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, delirium. Sorry. She used to be delight, but things as the world changed and became less. She That's really delirious. sad too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, yeah, so that's what that was. And that was a little bizarre-ish. The last, the last little story that, that was a little bit weird. It was weird. Um, but I, I didn't really, story, again, I didn't really read it. I kind of just I was it. like, I'll flip through this if dad it mentions fun. it. I thought the very end, um, how it ended was like, oh gosh, it was just ridiculous. How It, it was ended. kind of like, you've been punked. Yeah, you've been or like read or this like whole thing Scooby Doo. Yeah, like you know, yeah. that's all mm-hmm. I could think of. So, um, I I won't ever read it again. There are some books that I will reread. This one is one of those I won't. Elf class, but uh, yeah, uh, Exiles. I love. Oh, those are my two favorites. Yeah, I reread them all the time. I mean, there's a lot of them I reread, but not this one. So, anyway. Uh, it was by Vertigo through DC. You can read it for free on Amazon Prime if you have the Kindle app. Right on. So, right on, right on, right on. So we've got just a little bit of time left. And um, Everything Everywhere All at Once won 18 Smashed. million awards. Smashed at the Ops. Op- <laughs> at the at the Opscars. At the Opscars, you all. And Opscars, and, um, there she is. Hannah and I both saw it. I we think did. we might have talked about this before. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast before or not. I know we've talked about it in real life before. Yeah. We, Trevin and I went and saw it in the movie theater. He really wanted to go see it. And then it left the theater. And then we were chatting about what we were going to do one weekend. And I was just scrolling through the Regal app. And it was back in our theater for like three showings. And they were all at like 10 p.m. <laughs> um and so we went and watched it and we were one we were two out of five people that were in the oh, audience wow. to watch it so you couldn't run around and scream no we're gonna uh-huh. cosplay hot dog fingers anywhere my guy 
Yes, you can do it uh, this anywhere. Weekend. Well, this was something I saw on social media today. Don't know if this is true, but that they raised millions of dollars from auctioning off set pieces and costumes and props from really? everything, everywhere, all at once to raise money for charity. Well, that's awesome. That's, I don't know that's what great. charity, but they like like the reason that I'm thinking about it. New is song they counseling had, could use. They it. had hot dog finger hands. Oh yeah, that the auctioned off for like fifteen thousand dollars. That's crazy. Like an absurd amount of money <clears throat> for like these costume pieces. Mm-hmm. So, if people haven't seen the movie, I think it's the best portrayal of the multiverse ever. Yep. Um, and everybody's doing multiverse. <laughs> Marvel, DC—they've always they've done it forever and ever and ever. But um, mm-hmm. so, I really. And this is, it's a movie that you have to go back and watch multiple. I've watched it two or three times now. And there's something else that you see that you didn't see when you saw it the first time. Um, I sort of felt bad for the daughter uh, because Joy. she didn't, she didn't win the Oscar for best supporting actress because Jamie Lee Curtis did, but Jamie Lee Curtis was great. In Jamie it. Lee Curtis was so good. I know. And in that. I just like her period. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know the new girl. That, that, you know, but she has time. Yeah. And and actually, it was interesting. Jamie Lee Curtis's acceptance speech was like, this belongs to all of us. All of you who, who sat with me through all of my basically B-level horror films that followed me and supported me, this is our Oscar. For all of you who... Um, when uh yo play commercials yeah all of you who were there this is our oscar to uh you know so and plus she's never had any work done she's such a cool lady i know jamie lee curtis is such a cool lady and the the acceptance speeches for everyone was so good Um, i love that i know just though okay so i didn't know this but um Short round data. I can't pronounce his name right. Wayman. Yes. When he he came up to accept his and he was like so excited and so thankful. And he he was a refugee from the Vietnam War and lived in a refugee camp for he a lived year. Lived in a refugee camp for a year when he moved to America. And um he basically said, if you would have told me this would happen, he goes, this is the American dream. Oh, that's beautiful. And it was so sweet. And then Michelle Ayal for her mom and everything and for believing in her. And um, listen, she's great in Star Trek Discovery, which she's no longer in now. She's not in the, she won't be in the last season. because well, She's too famous now. Well, yeah, that's probably true. They probably had to do the Oops. same thing they had to do with Brendan Fraser. I'm sorry, that's they're too famous now. They, you can't afford me, right? That's so but, funny. Uh, but hey, Dave Manley said, long live Brandon Fraser. Agreed. Yes. Underrated yeah. and I like how I said, guy. Uh-huh. Not anymore. Not anymore. Rated now. Now Robot Man has an Oscar Ugh. from Doom Patrol. Well, I'm just saying, like, he in The Mummy was phenomenal. George of okay. the Jungle. What do we have to do to get the Batwoman movie released? Really? I honestly they don't literally. Know. They've, they, well, they pushed back Marvels again, too. No, 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 no. They filmed this whole movie and said, we're never showing it. Really? Never. Yes. How bad um, is it? I, I don't know. But he's the villain in that movie. 
Sick. Brendan Fraser is the villain in the Batwoman movie. Well, I was just thinking, I think that he's just so cuddly. I think he's such a cuddly guy, but I'm thinking he'd make a good kingpin too. Oh, no, no, no. Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin. All oh, no. Long. His kingpin is all his the chef's, chef's kiss. kiss on 100%. All of and, the chef uh, kisses. Dave in the chat mentions uh, Blast from the Past. That was a great movie. You probably don't even know what that is. I have no idea what that is. Oh, uh, the biggest part of that I remember is he has all these old ba- uh, comic baseball cards from when he, they like go into like a, uh, a, 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 a fallout shelter and come back in today's time. And so it's like, uh, what's going on anyway? So I'm loving um, all of these. <laughs> You're getting roasted today from Ed. Dad. I, know, I know. Ed's roasting you. I'm loving all of these people that are coming back into acting later in life. Yeah. Like Brennan Fraser acted for a while and then he was gone for a while. And yeah, but back. that that was I don't think that's because he wanted to be gone for a while. That's because he was he was was he abused. Was he a nugget? No, he was oh, he, he was suffered hurt. abuse. Man. Yes. From a part of the uh I think the foreign press or something like that. That makes from me somebody. really, really angry. Yeah, yeah. So he was um yeah. That was it for that. So that's why he basically well, um, I'm I'm glad for. Yes, he's come, he's made I'm, it back. I'm, I'm just he's, I'm I'm glad for it. Like I'm imagining, like my own work, having okay. to take a time and a step back for a season, and then being able to do it again would feel like, like There's a release a or a breath of air. I think a movie I I would watch. You'd have to have Brendan Fraser, um, Keanu Reeves, oh. and Nick Cage, those Ew. three in a movie together. That's just printing I, money. That's like printing I, money. All I wanted to do and Nick was Cage to watch have to say the anything. unbearable weight of massive talent. We got to figure it out. I, I wanted to watch anyway. that this week, but it was going to cost <clears throat> money for us to watch it. I wish That's it was hilarious. just on a streaming service. So we we got off the track of talking about everywhere, everything, all at once. I like this movie. Here is why. Um, you you the it's all about family and it is. The family and the I mean generational mis, uh, misunderstanding one another generational it's not wounds just a cute ex- how wounds can be wounds. passed um mm-hmm. and how you know basically by going through this multiverse they become the best, best versions of themselves and they both they both rescue each other basically the the it is a mother daughter story at its heart i believe don't you think with the bagel. Yes. I mean, yeah. So I love was- I love the the part where Joy um the mom just wants to be with Joy. Like I'm not Is that going when to rocks. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not uh, going to let you run away from me. Yeah. Like exactly. you are my daughter I and I love you. And yeah. I'm going to you're going to know it. Even if I'm yeah. annoying, even if I have to follow you across all of these dimensions. Well, you remember that. You're my daughter, Whenever and I you love get you. upset at your mom, <laughs> she will follow you across dimensions. Well, I will maybe go two or three, and then just say, "Just thanks. come, find, come get me thanks, later." Dad. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's it truly is a love story about family, and it's not just like it's all parts of family. So it's mother yeah. to daughter, but grandfather mother, to daughter, grand and mother, grandfather mother to, to husband, mother, mother to husband. Like it's. All of how so, all of these pieces work together. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, Waymond does not want a divorce. Waymond. He doesn't know. I know. It's so good. Such a great movie. It's so good. How they're able to do all of those different characters. Yes. It was so good. It was so good. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis with the, with the hot dog fingers. I know. Yeah. And how her singing and, and how she was like an act, like a, uh, was she like an act, a, like a singing star or whatever? Or she could hold and, her breath for so long uh, because yes. she was a singer and she could do yeah. karate. And, and they're like, she had you a raccoon are, she's like, this is the, the one dimension that we think you can do all of these things because you're so unremarkable. You haven't done anything. <laughs> and I'm like, dang. Then she, then she snorts a fly. I mean, what the heck okay. is that? Eats a, eats a, eats a tube of chapstick. Oh yeah, it's too. Some of right. it's inappropriate, y'all. That it, well, it's rated R. You this know, this is not oh, a movie okay. for kids. Okay, I didn't it's know rated what it was R. rated. Yeah, okay. I mean, goodness gracious, they use her award. That's what I was saying. That's what I was alluding to, and some of it is inappropriate. I was yeah, trying to be eyes. gentle about it. I just said award. Okay, so anyway. yeah. Well, everybody, that that right. thing sold for like fifty thousand dollars or some such nonsense. <laughs> that's gross. That's isn't nasty. that hysterical? I'm not even. That's not the award. Hysterical. So here's Hannah. Here's what I want us to do for next time. Yes, sir. <clears throat> We're gonna watch the uh, animated movie on HBO Max, Flashpoint. Okay. And you're gonna watch the new Flash trailer. Okay, I haven't watched it. I know, and we're also gonna. I'm gonna try to read, get you the Flashpoint uh, comic book, and we're gonna talk Flashpoint. Well, hey, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in your neck of the woods here in a couple weekends. Why am I, I gonna be up in Lexington, Kentucky, on around the twenty second, twenty the twenty third, twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty. 3rd, 24th, 25th, 26th. That one. It's because that is the Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. Ew. And uh, Big Pops here is going to have his mosaic fan art there. Yeah, he is. And as of right now, I believe Spider-Man might make his debut. Lexington debut. Lexington Not debut. Not debut because he did. He was in um, Whirlin' Sterling. But um, I am. Lexington debut? It he is made Lexington his world debut. debut, but he's making his Lexington debut. I the plan is for him to go there. If sick. it all if it all works out. If not, Harley will show up. Well, but, here's the thing. I will stand there and will help people know how to be safe and take good pictures if necessary. Oh, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be good. It'll be I'm not worried about that. I um, will be the girl in a Mabel <clears throat> sweater. I know. So yeah, so come check it out. Here's day. the deal. If you what 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 word what phrase what should they mention to get a free sticker if you come to our booth? Mm. It needs to be something like oh no 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 here's what you do you have to tell me who your favorite Spider Man is if you walk up and say hey Todd yeah you think you should say Sis and Big Pops nah nah who who knows to tell me who your favorite Spider Man is you get a free sticker right on so yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's Ed it. Knows. Gravity Falls. You need to watch Gravity Falls, Dad. I read the little book. You would love the ca- you love the uh, cartoon. Okay. You would think Anybody? it's so cutie. Okay. Those so are the cutie. words you'd use too. You would call me and say, "Hannah, you were right. That's this so is cutie. so cutie." 
All right, cute. And being silly, well, you wouldn't say that. I know, I wouldn't. All right, Hannah, take us home. Hey, sweet friends, thanks for hanging with us. No, no, Ed's bashing me saying I failed as a child. Sorry, I thought that that was funny. Listen, You've everybody out there, today, in, and I've on, gotten everybody out there in the podcast land, all of our seven listeners who don't know who my friend Ed or Dave are, they're friends of mine. And uh, Ed's a huge comic book fan. Dave is really big in the uh, nerd Christian community. And um, I, I love them both. And that's why we're, they're, they're, and if, if you want to, if join you want us to join us live. on Tuesdays at about six forty-five Central, seven forty-five Eastern, we hop, hop. Yeah, we watch. We, we go live. We go live, we go live on Big Pop's Facebook. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us That's up. I'll give you the link. That's all. Anyway, Aww, bring us we all. love you, Ed. Okay, so friends, this was this in Big Pop's culture. Thanks for listening. Our intro music was created and performed by Brockwell Nason. You can check Woo-hoo. him out anywhere you listen to music. He has a new single that's come out here recently. That's a love song about his sweet, sweet wife that you can listen to. And um, if you want him to write your own song. He does that. He does that. It costs monies, but it's You worth can it. hit him up and he will write a song for you about yep. anything you want him to write you a song about. Trust me, I've heard some of the lyrics. Literally anything, my friends. Quite literally anything. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, our art was art. made in Microsoft Paint by Nate. Um, thanks for doing that for us, bud. Um, our YouTube channel is maintained by Dear Pops, and it actually is being maintained. He what? literally uploaded the last episode. Like, what Did. is life? It was like went from episode 45 to 63. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... I edit and upload our podcast on all of our podcasting network spaces. And yeah, we're just yeah. glad for you to hang out with us on our little corner of the interwebs. We're going to probably go to about every other week. Sometimes we might not, mm-hmm. but um, that's the plan. However, I'm hoping next week we might do a live podcast for about 15, 20 minutes at the Comic-Con. That's the That'd plan. Hear might work, stuff might in the not. Background. Yeah. Yeah. Well, friends. Family. Countrymen. <laughs> that's wait that's the wrong thing anyway until then we will catch, catch you on the flippity flop bye sweet Bye-bye. friends <laughs>